It is your weekly Big 12 roundtable this week. Still no Stephen Simcox. He is in uh, Mickey World. He is with the family in Disney World. I am Josh Neighbors, the host of Locked On Big 12. John Williams is here. He is the host of Locked On Sooners, as is Linda Godfrey. She is the host of Locked On Pokes. And also Jake Hatch. He is the host of Locked On Cougars. We have some news about the Baylor quarterback situation. Sounds like we know who it's going to be at the helm, at least to start the season next year for the Baylor Bears. And then take a look back at some spring football, maybe a little NFL draft in there as well. A lot to talk about today on the show coming up after this. You are Locked On Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, all right, so let's get to our next topic, okay, on the evening. Uh, we got some news coming down today from Sikkim365. They said that sources, multiple sources, are telling them that Blake Shapin is expected to be named the quarterback at Baylor University uh, for the 2022 season. Now, this is coming off the heels of something that you all were not involved in, so don't worry here. Last week, we did the quarterback power rankings in spring, myself, Emery Lida, and Drake Toll. It was a voting system. So once again, I, you know, I, it's my show. I should take ownership for it. But our rankings Come on, had Mark Gary, had, we had Gary Bohan, we had Gary Bohannon at number two. And I said, gentlemen, I'm not sure this man wins his own quarterback job. Well, it sounds like he's not going to. And I want to put this, I want to put this out there. Uh, let's see, our guy um, uh, Parker from Stat, Statso at Statso War on Twitter. Um said this, he said, despite Baylor fans' com- uh, commitment to pretending a great athlete was a great QB, the rest of the Big 12 should be very unhappy about Aranda's QB dis- uh, decision. You want to say, Baylor ranked 41st in EPA slash pass, uh, so it's expected points added uh, in the pass game in 2021. Now, 41, you might say, it's pretty decent. Their passing offense was the worst unit that Baylor had last season. Blake Shapin, you might, well, last seen not doing very well in the second half of the game against Oklahoma State. Blake Shapin also, friends, holds the record for a Big 12 championship game for consecutive passes completed at 17. So, John, uh, when you go around and basically ask everybody the, 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 the same question, as somebody who's going to be in a, a covers a team, it's going to be an opponent of Baylor, are you happy, saddened, indifferent about this decision? What do you think? I'm going to take a we'll see approach, you know, because one of the great things you had about Gary Bohannon was you knew he was, wasn't going to turn the football over. He was going to play a style of quarterback that was going to keep Baylor efficient enough in the passing game while using his legs as a runner to keep the chains moving. Now they lost Abram Smith. They lost Tristan Ebner out of that backfield. And to me, that's still one of the big question marks uh, at, is that running back for Baylor. Blake Shapin looked really, really good in that first half against Oklahoma State. I mean, he also got the benefit of four Spencer Sanders turnovers in the first half of that of mm-hmm. that Big 12 championship game. Sorry, Linda. Those are just the facts. But can he have that same level of efficiency, that same level of effectiveness 
throughout a complete Big 12 season. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback for the for Baylor and in the Big 12. It, so to me, but it's it's a wait and see kind of approach. You know, I I, I want to see what he looks like against BYU early on in the season. I think that's going to be a huge test for him. If he can pass that test, then yeah, I'll start to get a little bit nervous about that, you know, home date that Oklahoma has against Baylor. Uh, but until I see him a little bit more, right. uh, you know, I, I kind of want to take a wait and see approach. My only hope is that Gary Bohannon heard it from Dave Aranda first and not through Twitter. Cause man, I, I'm, I don't know I, the breaking news thing. And I, I get it. It's part of the media, but I yes. feel bad for these kids, man, when they're hearing that they lost their, the starting quarterback job through Twitter, that, that is, that, that's, I don't know, just kind of hard. Well, it, it's tough because they're not making any announcement here either. So there's a chance that maybe he didn't hear it. Look, that's not necessarily on Dave Aranda. It's just that yeah. word gets out and stuff like this happens. And, and by all accounts, everybody says Gary Bohannon is like an awesome dude and a really great leader and, and all of these things. Linda, I, I want to ask you this question, though. Here's how I see it. They're losing guys like Jalen Petrie and Terrell Bernard off their defense. On their offense, they're going to lose guys like Tyquan Thornton. They're going to lose Abram Smith and Tristan Ebner. So to me, the one thing that we know that has to improve is their offense. And this guy, Blake Shapin, in my opinion, gives their offense the best chance to get better, not just beyond, you know, Gary, Gary's got time left too, but not just beyond, beyond you know, this season, but in beyond too. And so that's what I think this is about putting a guy in a situation where, he could. He needs this thing needs to elevate because their defense probably won't be as good, and they have a guy who's probably got a higher ceiling than the guy they had last year, who was a good game manager. But that's kind of what they needed last year with the great running back and a great defense. Yeah, I I was pretty pro Gary Bohannon to be honest, and I've said this before. I'll say it again. I don't think it ultimately matters because they have Jeff Grimes calling the offensive plays, and that's like who you want doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say is, though, you're very like you're right about the defense maybe not being as good next season. That like historically, offenses pass more when they're uh, down in game. So if they're worried they're going to be down, then the passing game needs to step up. And they're losing two of their their two starting running backs, also meaning that they may have to pass a little bit more. So I get it. It's still very early before the season starts, so that feels a little like it feels like this might maybe should have waited to make that call, but I, you know, I guess they've made their decision and they want to make sure he's getting all the first team reps. So it just it yeah. shocked me. I didn't know till I had signed on and then you guys were like, we got to talk so, about the shaping news. So Linda, to, to be, to be fair, this is now, this is, this is out from Sikkim 365. They, they do a better job than anybody covering Baylor. They have put their, their entire staff's name. I mean, it, it says this article is by the Sikkim 365 staff. So when you do that, like you are putting all of your names on this work. And what you are saying is, uh, as learned through multiple sources, that sophomore Blake Shapin is expected to be named Baylor's starting quarterback. Um, the news began to service on Tuesday evening after a round of meetings with each of Baylor's quarterbacks. Uh, I started taking AG1 for more energy. I chase around a seven, almost eight-year-old. I work two to three jobs, depending on the day. Plus, I'm keeping up with all things Oklahoma State. I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, and I got it. AG1 has the kind of mild, tropical, fruity taste, and it's easy to get behind that early in the morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, 
whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and aging, which I pretend I'm not doing. All the things, it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, which we're not going to talk about mine because it's a real problem. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself, treat yourself. And for every purchase, we donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. Big announcement starting Thursday, April 28th. Tune in to Locked on NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked On NFL's mock draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to the first pick. You can find the Locked On NFL draft live coverage on Locked On NFL Draft's YouTube page, the Odyssey NFL mock draft, you can find on Odyssey and Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. Locked On NFL Draft Live starts April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, April 29th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and April 30th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. The Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is April 18th through the 22nd, and again on the 25th. Now, so that's where we're, that's where we're at. Linda, do you have anything else? I just want to make sure that we all, you know, we're not. Okay, Jake. I want to ask you this because I think, I think this is, this is where Dave Aranda, because I'm reading that again. I feel like this means Gary, Gary Bahan probably knows, right? If we're talking about a round of meetings with the players, we think he knows. So, so let's, let's just all operate under that assumption. Okay. I like the fact that while all these coaches out there are trying to play coy and, and Hudson cards going to battle with Quinn Ewers. It's dumb. That Dave Aranda has said, this is our guy. Sure. I'm, 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 we, we've had spring. Gary, Blake's our guy. Blake, you are our guy heading in, heading into the 2022 summer. We're heading to summer now, summer workouts, all of those things. Take that as, take that as you will. That, that, that's how this thing is going to shake out. And I think there is something to the amount of honesty. I think both, I think the team is going to benefit from this. I think Gary Bohannon's going to benefit from this. I think Blake Shape benefits from this. We all know where we stand. We all know who we have to rally around. And I, I to, I'm totally cool with that as opposed to the, oh, we're not sure. We got ourselves a 12-way battle here because I want to keep all 12. You know, we got a kid, you know, the, the guy used to scoop ice cream in Section 140 last year. He's made some good throws this year as a walk-on. I think we might, you know, he might have a chance. Like, 
I, I'm a, I, how do you feel about the honesty is the best policy so we know who we're behind here? I actually, I really like it. And that's the thing I think that it's the right policy to have if you feel like you have a clearly better guy. Let's just put it that way. If, if, if it were truly a neck and neck battle, I'm totally okay with the coaches saying, you know what, both of them are still battling. But if, if Blake Shapin is the guy, just make the announcement now. And you let the bygones be bygones. If Gary Bohannon is going to say, you know what, I'm out, then you say, okay, so be it. But I am actually in favor of this. And it's something I think that BYU's offensive corner, Aaron Roderick, it's kind of the same philosophy he has used during his time at BYU since taking over for Jeff Grimes. He's been very straight about telling you where each quarterback lands with the BYU quarterback battles that we've covered over the past few years. And he's been very, very straightforward about that. So I like that part of it. The one thing I will say about this is BYU got absolutely punked by Baylor last year. And they have want nothing more than to get revenge in that home opener when Baylor comes to Provo uh, in the second week of the season. And the thing is, Tristan Ebner and the running game for Baylor absolutely killed BYU last year. The Cougars are not sad to see him off to the NFL. They want to see Baylor maybe throw it a little bit more. It might give BYU a better chance at winning that game. Um, And, and, yeah, I I think you're totally right because I'm actually just like so interested by that game next year because Baylor's going to be completely different. It's going to be completely different team um you know guy that i work with uh gabe eicher played center at oklahoma you know uh, a lot of accolades really great player always made the point to us has made this point a lot that like it's so important that everybody knows who the guy is playing quarterback because it is the most important position in all the sports is what most of those people you know most football players believe it's so important everybody knows who that is and i i think I think Dave Aranda and Jeff Grimes like understand this year is going to be more challenging for them on offense. And so it's important that we don't do this waiting game. I mean, th- this was, you know, I, I correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. Like, this was the quarterback battle for like of the conference. This was the best quarterback battle. These are two guys that could start at multiple power five schools. Right. I mean, and, and, this is the, the we're we're hearing it. You know, we think when you were going to start week one. Uh, I'm not sure when we're going to hear about that, but we're hearing now about the biggest quarterback battle. Baylor knows who to rally behind. The, the, the there's there be no mistakes here. It is April 26th. Their opening game, I'm sure, is sometime between September 1st and 7th, whenever it is. They have the next three months, knowing three months plus, knowing who their guy is. That is invaluable. And I, I will say this. I'm not sure about BYU situation, but Oklahoma's like that. Oklahoma State's like that. And Jake, is BYU like that? They, they are, right, with uh, yeah. Jaron Hall? Jaron Hall. Hall. Yeah, Jaron Hall. A, yeah. He's the there's guy. a benefit. There's, there's a benefit, right? I mean, I think we can all agree. Like, we're, everybody in, everybody here on this, on this, on this you know, video is, is pleased that they know who the quarterback is heading into 2022. I mean, I don't think there's any, there's any doubts about that, so. I think, well, I I think it does another thing too. It gives Gary Bohannon time. Like if he does want to find a new spot and go transfer, he's got time to go look at his options, figure out where he wants to play. And then he's got four months to get acclimated to his new program. And you mentioned what it does also for the team is that it gives everybody else time to get acclimated to the fact that Blake Shapin is the quarterback. So I like, I like the approach. I liked the approach by Brent Venables and Jeff Levy with Dylan Gabriel. They, 
removed any facade that there was going to be a quarterback competition at Oklahoma. They just came right out and said Dylan Gabriel's the starter. I think it's important, like you mentioned, but I, I do like it's kind of a bit of a hat tip to Gary Bohannon. You want to stay great. We'd love to keep you. If you want to go explore options, you got plenty of time to do that. You wait until August, you know, the last week of August to make your quarterback decision. The, the kid's got no options. He's got to stay at Baylor or enter the transfer portal and just kind of sit out the season. Uh, so I, it is, it's kind of a cool little, you know, hat tip to Gary Bohannon. Hey, we respect you. If this is what you, now this is me making an assumption of what Dave Aranda mm-hmm. would say to him. If you want to go explore, now's your time to go do that. Yeah. Cause he's got to do it. You got to do it. He's got to get a move on. If he's yeah. Ready. Well, May 1st, right. May yeah, 1st. It's like, it's got, it's got to be done by this Sunday. And, and, and I think it's really fair. Cause you know, they just had their spring game. And so it's like, look, I know it's a shorter period of time, but it's five days. And look, that guy, that guy gave them a big 12 championship, right? I mean, I know he wasn't playing when it happened, but like he, you know, he got, were, there. He, he, he got them there, you know, and, and he was, um, you know, he was, he was the, the leader of making that happen. And like, that's a huge accomplishment. And I think there'll be a lot, of, I mean, excuse me, I, I work, you know, working at XM on the PAC 12 channel and I've been working on the big 10 channel. And we're talking about some of these schools, like there are a whole heck, of a lot of power five schools that would love to have a Gary Bohannon. I, I mean, the Illinois, the Rutgers of the world, those teams would love to have a guy like that. The cows, you know, they might not say this otherwise, but like the cows of the world, the Colorados of the world, a lot of these schools would love to have a guy like that there for them. And I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him that he's, and look, he might stay. He might be the guy who says, no, I'm going to stay here. This is where I'd like to be. But, you know, it's probably really heartbreaking for him. I mean, I think I think you have to feel bad for the kids. Like, after what he accomplished last year, you know, it's just this is this is major life's not fair. Like, major life's not fair. But I'm glad we're hearing this now because now Gary's got the opportunity to go somewhere else if he would like to, if he would like to. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. They've already got, you know, like, Heisman stuff for next season and and they're preparing you for next season of college football head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts all right last thing here folks uh you guys can go any direction that you would like so if you guys want to take nfl draft you guys want to take spring ball you guys can go any direction here something that you are it's still on your mind from last week. Something that, uh, you know, is on your mind the upcoming week. So, John, I'll go to you first. What, I think I know what's on your mind. Uh, what, what, what do you got for us? Well, I'm just going to share. So I, I took my family to the spring game mm-hmm. on Saturday. And it was my first experience in Oklahoma, you know, or Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Um, and we just had a really good time. And I don't recommend taking the toddler but we wouldn't do it any differently. Uh, my daughter just absolutely loved just watching the cheerleaders when the ponies ran onto the field with the mm. schooner, her eyes just lit up, her jaw dropped. She was just amazed by it. And we were way, way up in the upper deck. Um, and 
it was just a cool atmosphere for and for a spring game it was really neat to see just so many people show up and show out uh, on the football side of things the the player that i was really excited to see on the field was theo weiss sat out most of 2021 uh, with a leg injury after time for the team lead in receptions in 2020. And they're going to need him to, to be a big player. He had one catch for 48 yards early in the game that set up a touchdown for, for his squad. So really, you know, a really good day for him. And it was really good to see him back on the field. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome to see that crowd, man. Uh, Brent Venables, he challenged everybody and they got out there and did that. Um, okay. Linda. I think I know what direction you're going to go. And this must be one of your favorite weeks of the year because not the NFL draft will impact the 117 fantasy drafts that you are going to be doing <laughs> this offseason. I'm, I'm not that many. And I'm <laughs> including not best ball, that. including best ball. No, what about we, you're not going to get away with only this, only me talking about the NFL draft. You could go ahead and put it on next week's docket because we oh, are doing week too. 100%. A segment of NFL. I want to talk about, I went to the spring game uh, in Stillwater. We didn't, it wasn't a game because our offensive line is injured and we didn't have enough depth to run a full scrimmage, which has been a fear heading into at, at the end of last season. I was already worried about the offensive line. And then Mike Gundy was like, yeah, we can't even scrimmage. I was like, okay, sweet. <laughs> um, but we did get to see some quarterback play. Backup quarterback is still a huge question mark after Shane Illingworth entered the transfer portal. I was a very big Shane Illingworth fan. I think we talked about that one of the first times that we ever got together and did this. Um, but Garrett Wrangle got the QB two reps. So I'm hoping that that means, you know, signs are pointing to him being the backup quarterback Gunner Gundy, who is Mike Gundy's son. God love him. The throwing motion is not pretty and he's not very big. And is he a walk I think he's a walk on though, right? Yeah. But right now it kind of seems like it's between the two of them for the backup position. And I'm just, uh, I'm just hoping that seeing Wrangle take those those QB two reps is the indication that I needed that he was going to be the backup quarterback. And they got somebody pretty good in the recruiting. He's a kid, right? In the recruiting class, they got who's pretty good. Was he the four star uh, last year? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. Um, so basically, what you're saying is you better pray they keep Spencer Sanders upright this year, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and he hasn't played a full season yet, so that's a, it's a valid concern and a very important position. Uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, not shocking that the spring was so grueling that it made the offensive line hurt. Mike Gundy's practices are not known to be the easiest in the world. Uh, all right, Jake, what is on your mind, sir, as we conclude today's show? Well, BYU's spring ball is pretty far in the rearview mirror, so I wanted to go on the NFL draft this week, and I wanted to highlight Tyler Algier. He's the most likely of all the BYU candidates this year to get drafted. I'm expecting to hear his name called somewhere in the late, part of round three, but more likely round four, round five in the draft. But his story, he's a walk-on from Fontana, California, came to BYU, started as a running back, realized, hey, if I want to get on the field early on in my career, I got to switch over to linebacker. He plays linebacker, actually leads BYU in tackles against Boise State one year. The very next year, he switches back over to running back and leads BYU in rushing that very next year against mm -hmm. Boise state this is a kid who is just an incredible success story bet on himself bet on coming to byu he's not a member of the lds faith which runs byu and just he's been an absolute sensation he set the single season rushing record this past year for the cougars it's a really cool story and i'm super excited to see him in the nfl i'm wearing my niners hat tonight i have a just a i'd like to see him with the 49ers 
probably won't happen because they already have their running backs, it feels like. But I just hope that that kid makes good on the bet he made on himself in the, at the college level because I can tell any NFL team, if they were to ask me what they're getting in this kid, he's a football player. Special teams, linebacker, running back, you can put him wherever you want on the field. He will do his best to succeed. He did it at BYU, and I'm expecting the same in the NFL. Uh, I would just like to say this is an awesome running back class, I think. I think this can be a yes. really strong running back class. Uh, Brees leads the way, so I guess we're partial to that. But yes, I mean, Kenneth Walker, Isaiah Spiller, James Cook, Kyron Williams, Tyler mm-hmm. Algier, Damian Pierce, uh, Zamir White. I mean, Jerome Ford, Abram Smith, Tyler, like Tyler Beatty, like my Missouri Tyler, like that dude was a horse this year and he's not a five, eight and he had a 200 some carries this season. It's like, you know, so I, I'm, I'm pumped for this. I'm very pumped. And we'll have all kinds of coverage about how things went for the big 12 next week. Uh, that'll be the focus of our show is kind of the big 12's draft because it might not be a good one. Um, hopefully it is down the line. But we'll, but we'll see. All right, everybody, time who's gonna, to who's plug. Be the player they sleep on this year. That's going to be the question because what they Big Twelve players sleeping on? Yeah, they keep sleeping on Big Twelve players, and then Jalen Rodriguez. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. The Jalen like the Jalen Petrie thing makes no sense. Yeah, that makes no. Like this, he's, he's a like he's a first round pick. Yeah, it's like the stupidity what, that they. Value, I don't know what we're doing. They value safety. It's it's ridiculous. Somebody's going to take. Somebody's going to take Desmond Ritter. Like thirty first, yeah. and I'll be like, we're like, why'd you do that? And it's like, hey, uh, well, we got we to stand for Desmond Ritter because they're part of the Big Twelve. But I, you're I, right, I, you know, I watched that Alabama game. I it's tough. It's a tough bridge for me to cross. Uh, all right, it's a time for everybody to plug their uh, all their work and all of its variety. John, you're up first, my friend. Yeah, make sure you check out Locked On Sooners wherever you get your podcasts. It's free and available on all platforms as well as YouTube. Go subscribe to the channel over there. And you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the Sooners Wire. We'll have some draft reaction as well. Hopefully they're not sleeping on Nick Bonito like they slept on Creed Humphrey because that guy's going to be a game wrecker at the NFL level. That's good stuff. Linda. Uh, you can find Locked On Pokes on any of your podcast listening apps. I have to... Uh, I ordered a new laptop so I can finally move over to YouTube and actually connect my internet and make that happen. Um, and then I'll be obnoxiously tweeting about the draft starting a couple days ago. Starting now. There you go. <laughs> uh, Jake. Uh, funny enough, I actually ordered a new laptop this week too. So me and me and Linda are doing the same thing. So there you go. Uh, no, uh, you can find Locked On Cougars wherever you get your podcast. We are on YouTube, having some fun there. We're about three weeks into that venture, nice. and it's been, it's been really fun. Check out Locked On Cougars wherever you get your podcast. If you want all my takes on all things sports, follow me, Jacob C Hatch, on Twitter. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore enjoying the NBA playoffs right now. So I'll be tweeting some about that. A lot of big 12 players in the NBA playoffs. Uh, you guys can find the show at LO big 12 on Twitter. It's wherever you guys get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. All right, team. See you all next week.